Welcome back, Rad Dads. It's season two. We're kicking this bitch off right. I'm Rob. I'm Sal. And it's season two, and we're happy to have you back. I hope all 10 of you downloading are as excited as we are to kick off season two. For our season two kickoff, we are going to recap season one, or recap, uh, honestly, Christmas and what happened for for us for Christmas and gifts the kids got. So I'll start with, with my kids. I have two boys. My youngest guy is loves cooking, so we bought him or Santa bought him a a kitchen, and it is probably a full a, functioning kitchen. No, oh no no no, one of like kitty play or I forget what it is. Kidcraft. Kidcraft is one of the better sets. Yeah, I know it would be nice if they pre-drilled the holes in some of the pieces. So I had an issue, and and this is definitely a lesson learned. If you buy one of these. Um, items that has to be assembled don't wait till christmas eve i didn't i actually did it the week before still waiting till the week before i wasn't able to get the the fixed piece back back in time and unfortunately i had to pre-drill the holes which actually worked out fine it i was able to line it up which is astounding to me so i went down that path years ago with a kitchen set i think it was a kitchen set for my kids when they were younger my wife and i decided to do it New Year's, uh, Christmas Eve. What I thought was going to be an hour assembly, we were up till 4.30 in the morning oh, putting this shit together. I'm sure, because for oh me... Oh my God. I understand that, because it took me that long, and I did it over two weekends, and unfortunately, the piece that was pre-drilled, if I had known the weekend before, I probably could have gotten it fixed and back. Took you two weekends? Well, I had to do it in between when they were asleep, so I'd take like two Lot, hours lots there. Lots of bourbon? No, because you told me not to drink any bourbon while I was doing it. But what I did do was I was watching. So when you put things together, what do you watch during the holidays? Do you watch any movies or shows? Well, if I'm putting shit together, I don't watch anything. I focus on what I'm doing. But don't you have anything in the background, music or anything? Uh, sometimes I put some music. Like if it's during the holidays, I'll throw, I throw Christmas music on. So, so my background music was Lord of the Rings. <laughs> So I started out with the first one. I made it through the whole first one and got halfway through the second one. So it took me a while. Well, but background music or a movie? It was a movie, but oh. it was more like I wasn't paying attention to it because I've seen it so many times. It's more just like I haven't seen it in years. Background noise. Yeah. And to be honest, when all three came out, when I was in college, me and a bunch of my friends sat through all three. And that's 10 hours worth of movies. Damn. Yeah. So that that was uh, that was a long evening a lot, lot of pot and uh no we actually <laughs> were there to watch the movies but it's it's long those those movies are long yeah, so they are. uh it was it was good so we did that my my younger son got that my older son got a mountain bike which he's been oh, asking nice. about forever so very nice yeah so that was good unfortunately mountain bikes these days don't come with kickstands so if you do get one make sure you buy a kickstand in addition it, to it it's fucked up like that was like a, a normal accessory when we actually no i shouldn't say that because when i got my uh i'm dating myself here uh gt pro performer uh baby blue <laughs> color uh, i didn't have a kickstand so i guess shouldn't a kid's bike come with a kickstand i would think so but my wife got a mountain bike my son got a mountain bike i had to put two kickstands and two water bottle holders on nice so where's your where's your bike i've had one well does yours have a uh, bourbon bottle holder? No. It doesn't even have... Actually, that's true. I don't even think I have... Oh, no, I do have a water bottle. No, but that would be a good accessory. We transitioned from bikes to roller skates now. When we were away for uh, the holidays, 
we went to a roller rink. They still have those? Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. It brought me back to, to the years we used to go to. Where, uh, in Montvale? No. Uh, oh, you- Bergenfield. Uh, it was actually pretty cool. The kids had fun. Um, watching the kids just tr- the determination to learn how to skate. They have these... Um, Rollerblades or four wheels? Four wheels. They have these... Uh, they look like walkers. They're V-shaped. They're made out of uh, PVC pipes with uh, wheels. So you hold on to them, the kids, and they go around the rink until they they build up enough courage to let go of these things and, and go on their own. What the hell's going on with kids these days? In the past, when we were kids... <laughs> just go. You just go, and you break an elbow or something. Now they have these... Uh... Dude, you know how I learned how to swim? I, we were on a cru- we were on a cruise ship, right? They threw you off the yeah. <laughs> they threw me off the, the top deck <laughs> and say, "Swim, motherfucker." <laughs> we'll, we'll loop back around and pick you up. But we were on a cruise ship, and my father threw me in the pool. He goes, "Swim." <laughs> now, mind you, the lifeguards are looking. My dad's like, "No, he'll be fine. Don't worry about it. He'll be." And I'm, I'm, I'm fucking trying to swim for my life and I, I i somehow wound up doing a doggy paddle so do you do you like cruises i went on one and my wife will never go on a cruise because she's definitely afraid of sharks and there's gonna be a shark that's gonna jump up and get her she, on the she, top deck she, she watched oh i can't she, wait i didn't know this i can't wait <laughs> oh to my see god her. yeah she doesn't she does not want to step foot on a cruise and i told her it's it's a floating city you know she think it's a titanic it's yeah. gonna hit an iceberg You're i not don't going know across man. the atlantic here <laughs> she thinks in the, the 1920s <laughs> she thinks <laughs> she thinks the ship is gonna sink and she's gonna get eaten <laughs> by a shark <laughs> and where is she there's there's lifeboats and there's actually enough for the people who are in the ship. She will never get my wife on a, on a cruise ship. So I'll never go on a cruise ship. When I was a kid, I've gone on one cruise also when I was a kid. And this was, I mean, 40 years ago now almost, probably 35. They, uh, probably closer to 30. They didn't really have doctors on the cruise ships at that point. My brother tripped, or I tripped him. We were running. And he face planted into the stairs. Oh. Knocked his tooth out and sent it through his... Oh my lip. god! And we had to stop. I forget. I, I think it might have been Miami. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. But when we got off the boat, it was in Florida. He had to find a doctor to sew him up. Then the stitches came out. Oh my god! There was like a retired doctor on board who then stitched him back up again. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. Yeah, but it's it, it's all changed now. <laughs> Everything's different. They're, oh, they're it, it is different. Cities. But it's I have no interest in going because it's all. Remember, self-contaminated. So we're self-contained. Contaminated. Not, not <laughs> <Well>, self-contaminated. <laughs> Some can be contaminated. <laughs> self-contained. So everything is recycled. So everything's on there. And it is. It's beautiful. But I just have no interest. I just... There's not for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, maybe one day. We'll see. We, we keep talking about the Disney uh, the Dis- cruise. Yeah. Where they have Did, their own I, I know. I know. In our past... Last, last year's season, I, we talked about vacation. I never fucking do Disney again. But look at this guy. This guy. <laughs> I think the only thing that my kids would would say yes to, and maybe my wife is the Disney Cruise. What about? So we're looking at Nickelodeon. So the Nickelodeon. No, no, no. So Nickelodeon oh. has four. I think it's four resorts. All right, I'm gonna screw this up, but I think one's Punta Cana. One. We've already fucking screwed it up because we went from Christmas to talking yeah, about to cruise vacations. <laughs> so there, there's four resorts: Punta Cana, somewhere else, Dominican Republic. I have no idea. There's four of them. But if you book now, and I, this is literally. 
free advertising, you can get 50% off. In what, 2026? 2021. <laughs> so if you book now for this year, you can get half off to stay. Wow. So we're like a three, I think it's like almost like a $6,000 trip you get for $3,000. So it's you, expensive. you drive in there or you fly in there? No, you have to fly there. Oh. So that's my hesitation on booking it. So go in Tyvek suits. Yeah, exactly. So let's circle back and we'll go to what Sal got his, what Sal got his kids for Christmas. So we, we do, uh, Santa, Santa gives gifts to the kids. We, the kids write up a uh, Christmas list, which it's funny because they forgot what they wrote on their list. I said, okay, next year we're going to make a copy of what you write because Santa got them gifts. We went, we went on, our, on our holiday tour, and um, when we came back, Santa had three sacks, three gift sacks oh, with man. their gifts in it. Uh, two of them asked for roller skates. So I think now the family's going to transition into roller skating in the are streets. You gonna, are you going to go on roller skates? I, I, dude, I, I, I did it when we were on our tour, holiday tour. It was like Up, I never forgot. It's like riding a bike. Upcoming YouTube video, Salon Roller Skates. <laughs> roller Blades. It, well, inline skates. Yeah. Roller Blade <laughs> is the name of the company. Whatever. So yeah. Roller Blades. <laughs> Political correct bullshit. <laughs> Where's... But yeah, you'll see us flying around this town in, in rollerblades and skates or what have you. It may be our first YouTube video. Yes. Watching that... Sal rollerblade. Then the second video will be watching Rob rollerblade and busting his ass. Oh, you don't have to worry about me busting my ass. I'm a pro on skates. Come on my driveway. It's not smooth as shit. <laughs> it's nice and bumpy, so you'll bust your ass. So they, uh, they, they, they got three things off of their Christmas list from Santa. Roller skates, one wanted a Fitbit, one wanted a cash register, an alarm clock. With real money in it? Uh, no. <laughs> no. San- Santa doesn't provide real money. <laughs> he provides Monopoly money. Uh, Fitbit, uh, but, but, um, alarm clock, I said alarm clock, cookbook, and a snow globe. So Santa brought those gifts. And then my wife and I, we get the kids what they need, not what they want. Like hats and gloves and... Stuff like that. Yeah, so I guess I out of their major gifts, pretty much, really, roller skates, right? Yes. So yeah. wait. Because, <clears throat> dude, be, sitting around, because this whole COVID, kids don't have phys ed. I don't know about your kids, but my kids, yes, they're growing vertically, but I think they're growing faster uh, horizontally <laughs> than vertically. So you should fucking get out there, get on your skates, and get... get this is an ongoing conversation that is, this is, we could do a whole podcast about, about that, about kids, health and obesity, not only in America, but across the world, but America's honestly, we're a shit show. The kids want to have dessert and they want this and they want that. And I'm like, what'd you do today? You move from one couch to the other. I'm not giving you, you're not getting any dessert. We do. So if my kids in my house, it's one, it's one sweet. So if you choose to have. And I'm counting gum as, as, as... No, you are not. Come on. You have a piece of gum sugarless after lunch. I don't give a fuck. It's G-U-M, gum. Sugarless, sugar. Right, can we put this into perspective? <laughs> Literally, we gave Sal a Tupperware full of cookies. <laughs> they were gone in two days. So, and it wasn't his kids who ate them. <laughs> so they can have one sweet item. I don't, like I said, I don't care if it's gum. You choose it. That's it. After dinner, you get a sweet tooth, go drink some water or have a piece of fruit. I don't give a fuck. 
So that, so, so we're going to try and get rid of all the sweets in our house. Um, I want to start, I'm going to, I think I'm going to put a, an exercise program together for, for me and the family starting tomorrow <laughs> at a certain point. Oh, so this transitions perfectly. And so are we done with Christmas presents? We're done with Christmas presents, but we, we got to talk about New Year's Eve. Well, we can talk about our no. gathering for... for so yeah, so what'd you do for New Year's Eve? Because what you're about to go into, we definitely need to cover, but... No, well, my holiday tour. Oh, yeah, my, his I, holiday tour. It was, it was a East little... East Coast in America. Yes, yes. My holiday tour was kind of... Uh, at first, was a little um, tense because uh, where we wound up, there were four dogs, uh, my two and their two. So, they, of course, they had to get used to each other. And there was a lot of uh, biting and I, I don't want to say fighting, but... What type of dogs do they have? Two dogs with four legs with hair and fur. I said type. <laughs> uh, husky and... Because you have like little miniature dogs. That, I got like Paris Hilton <clears throat> yeah, carries I, around. I got foo-foo dogs and that's all thanks to my wife. I went from a Roddy to two fucking foo-foo dogs. <laughs> so they have a husky, beautiful husky. Oh, I love Dude, huskies. You know what's crazy? So the husky's got blue eyes, beautiful blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And he started rough playing with the dog. The fucking eyes turned red. Yeah, fucking I was like, holy shit. I said, hold on. Let's wait 20 minutes. Let's do that again. He did it again. The eyes turned red. I was like, holy fuck. Crazy. Yo, crazy. Crazy. I should have gotten on video. I didn't. Stupid me. A husky and I think a, I don't know, a fucking little poodle. Kind of like my one of my foo-foo dogs. A smaller dog. Thing's 14 years old. All it does is hang out in the house. It doesn't really do anything because it's sick. But it's 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 gotten this far. So. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. What? <laughs> I forgot to ask you. What'd you get? For? Christmas. Nothing huge. Sweater. Oh, I got a bottle of Blood Oath Pact. Six? Six. Me too. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Holy shit. So I told my wife, I said, you know, <clears throat> I'm not opening it. It's going in the, it's going in the nice bottle uh, section that section. you find in your garage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's another section. <laughs> uh, I said, I won't open it until I get a second bottle. Me too. Good so, luck finding one. Right. And that's, it's difficult finding bottles like the that. The place we bought that one from, we literally drove an hour to get that. My wife, about, yeah, about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Oh, I remember um, you telling me. You you guys went. You yeah, we went and got it for my mother-in-law, who gave it to me. We went and did the trip. But nice. they didn't have a second bottle. Nor did they have anything else that was worth a damn. I was so upset. We went there. But isn't that crazy? Like, they got this really fancy bottle, but everything else is like just shit. Like nothing. I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, oh, they're going to have all this, like, limited edition stuff. I'm going to be able I'll probably spend $500 in the store. Nothing. Mm-hmm. There was nothing else there. I was like looking for, I don't know, I guess Weller. I was looking for anything that's hard to come by. Nothing else. They didn't even have Blanton's. I I, so how did they get one allocated bottle of Blood Oath? I doubt. They probably have some more under the counter, and they just do one per customer. No. I, I don't know why they cause they had one Because it was online. It was on their website. And we were searching on, my wife was, not me, searching for a place that had it. They had it. They're like, we're, we're not going to hold it for you, or we'll hold it for you for today. So we're like, we'll be there in an hour. So we packed up the car and went. Road trip. Yeah. They're like, my wife's like, can you ship it to us? And they're like, no. So we're like, we'll be there. So it wasn't far. It was just surprising that that's all they, they had. They didn't, and my wife's like, didn't they have anything else? I was like, not really. Not, nothing else that I really like piqued my interest. There's a bunch of stuff that I want to try. I want to get the whole Mitchers lineup, to be honest, because 
the sour mash is incredible. Yeah, it is. And that's not like a that. expensive bottle, so no. I can only imagine how mu- how much the other stuff is. I have an unopened bottle of that that I'm just keeping because the sour mash. Yeah, because I couldn't even. Fi- I finally found a place that has it, so now I'm gonna buy a second bottle and buy probably whatever else is there. I found it at Stu Leonard's. It's also at that place um, that we were talking about earlier today. So that place has a has a good selection, but I also eat, it's just hard to come by. I got it from Flavier. Another another uh, uncompensated uh, marketing. Flavier is a great place to go. Uh, it's a little if expensive. Yeah, if you're just getting into the bourbon yeah, uh, tasting, a, it's a nice place for about a year. But once you build up a collection, it kind of serves its its purpose in my mind because, to be honest. You don't need a bottle every month. Um, once you have a substantial collection, and I have the bottom, my go-to bottles that I drink, you know, on a weekly basis, and then I have the bottles that I keep around for when my friends come over, and I want to, you know, not impress them, but I want to share a very like nice bottle with them. I don't want to. I'm not going to open a hundred dollar bottle well, by myself. You share the dickle with them. I will share the dickle <laughs> with anybody who wants it. Dude, last night my uh, my wife, uh, we're just hanging out after dinner. She goes, do you have any Buffalo Trace? I was like, huh? Unfortunately, I'm all out of Buffalo Trace. I would have brought my bottle over willingly. Uh, We might have to have a conversation later on because the big bottle I had that you got me is gone. So I'm going to have to replenish it. What? Yeah, it's gone. Which big bottle? You got me a big bottle. Oh, okay. The huge bottle of Buffalo Trace. Yeah, yeah. For the cost of... Yeah, the seven, the seven fifty. I have a bottle. Someone gave me a bottle. I would have dropped it off for you. No, I, I, I gotta, I gotta put it in order. Yeah, go for it. I have my blends. I love my blends. So uh, down in my uh, holiday tour, I, I kind of, uh, it, at first, like I said, it, at first it was a little tense because the dogs trying to get them mellowed out. Plus, I was working remotely, trying to focus on work, take phone calls, make sure the dogs aren't fighting. And look, I, and, and I get it. I didn't want them to put their dogs away because my dogs were being assholes. So we tried to keep them separated and, and slowly but surely get them to... to uh, uh, Gotta keep them separated. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Sal, pause. I knew it was coming. Uh, Rob will be live tonight at the local uh, comedy club. <laughs> but... I, I pretty much, I don't want to say I drank all day, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> every photo I got from Sal was him drinking and smoking a cigar. <laughs> uh, I, but uh, after work, I couldn't do it while I was on the clock because just in case I got phone calls, I didn't want anybody saying, hey, why are you slurring your words? But <clears throat> I had, I, we, we, we got to see the family. We enjoyed ourselves. It was a really good time. The girls got to hang with their cousins. They had a blast, um, but just you know, hanging around and, and just literally doing nothing was was relaxing. Uh, we went out a few times. We did the the, the roller skating rink. Um, we went to a couple of local attractions, which was fun. Uh, it's a shame because uh, a lot of the stuff that used to be open for the kids, like to to entertain the kids, was closed off. What about down in the main area, right? Orlando area? Uh, yes. Could you have you gone to any of the parks or you didn't want to do that? I didn't want to. I'd fuck that, dude. I'm, I'm like, you can listen to our podcast about vacations. I'm done with fucking Disney parks. What about Universal Studios? 
I want to go see the Harry Potter thing. It's Probably a, more than my kids. Dude, want it's to. amazing. I so my daughter's tenth birthday, she got to select where she wanted to go for her tenth birthday, and she she picked Universal. And we do that with each and every one of our kids. So we were supposed to go to Universal last year for my middle daughter's tenth birthday, and due to the pandemic, couldn't do it. We weren't sure. So for the tenth birthday, you do a vacation. One, it's a, it's just either a three day or four day. Th- Thing with one of our daughters for their 10th birthday it's a milestone birthday so oh, you just take them just that's it me my wife and, and the one child oh wow yeah because so it, it's hard to spread the attention to all three of our kids because all three of our kids are, are, are fighting for the attention yeah so we figure that's a great opportunity and we do on their birthday we take them out for their birthday just their one child when we come home we'll have cake with the entire family but that's our alone time with our one child. Yeah. They don't get it. Uh, throughout the year, it's it, they're fighting for the attention. Yeah. So we said, okay, you pick one location. Is is 10 really a milestone, though? I know it's going to double digits, but is it really a milestone? We pick 10 as a milestone. So and I feel like 13 or 14, maybe. Actually, 13, well, probably. You, that's preteen. So you're, you're... I might want to strangle them by that point. <laughs> but I don't know. For those of you who have teenagers, you definitely can impart more wisdom to us than we can. But I feel like that's, who knows, at 13, they may not even want to right. know, hang out with us. Right. I know my son's, so your, yeah, your middle daughter, right, is, is 10. Yes. So your youngest and my oldest are about to turn 10 this yes. year. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> so whatever. We'll get to this later, but we're discussing giving a phone to the 10-year-old when, when he turns 10. I don't, I'm not big on it, but. Mm. I may get. I may. Uh, so you've, may g- you've given him. It. You've given him some freedom on his bike, so he's definitely going to need it. Well, he's got the watch. He's got the watch. Oh, so really doesn't need Which it. Which was turned off the other day when he was riding. I wanted to strangle him. Oh boy. My wife's like, it answers automatically, and she's like, it's going to voicemail. I was like, well, how does that happen? She goes, it that happens when it's turned off. I was like, oh, that's good. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Kid took the watch, but it turned off. That doesn't do any good. Talk to when you said before about uh, 13-year-olds not wanting to hang out with their parents or being cool. It was funny because uh, my wife was, was – we were we were having a conversation with the kids. And my kids, as of, as of recent, are instead of saying obviously, they're saying obvi, like you know, abbreviating it. That's the cool thing. Right. So my wife said it. <laughs> she said obvi. My oldest daughter said, you can't say that. Only cool kids say that. <laughs> I almost died. That's pretty funny. But so I know- let's circle back. So New Year's Eve, you, what did you guys do? Uh, so we, tra- <clears throat> we traveled back uh, before. New- our, our, our original plan was to stay on our holiday tour um, uh, beyond New Year's Eve, and we were supposed to come back yesterday. So we decided to come back earlier. Um, Due to the school and the shit and and quarantine, they're going back and, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Woo! So I don't know. Is are they? Well, they're going back to the the hybrid schedule. Yeah, they're going yeah, back to the hybrid. They're, they're going not, back. They're not full time. Yeah, my youngest is full time. So yeah, uh, I know. It's very exciting for us and me, or really for my wife because <laughs> I had in my office. So we were. Uh, it was actually low first time in a while, low key for New Year's Eve. We um we went out to dinner. We never go out to dinner. Uh, for any of the holidays, we always either cook uh, or cook. We never order out. So uh, we went out to dinner, which was really nice, really nice Italian restaurant. We came home, hung out, played some games, and waited till the ball dropped. And 
I was actually disappointed on, uh, usually it's very entertaining to watch on TV, the, the musicians play, different bands and stuff. It was actually quite boring this year. It's a very low-key New Year's Eve for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was nice. It was, it was quiet. Kids, we, kids stayed up. They, they, it was freaking 2 o'clock and they wanted to still go. I was actually surprised we made it to 2 o'clock. Hold on, 2 o'clock? Yeah, dude, the ball dropped. I don't know, we, we just got busy doing busy doing things. I don't know what the hell we got busy doing. But it, I look at my watch, I was like, holy shit, it's 2 o'clock. We got to go to bed. And my kid's like, no! So we barely made it to midnight. Yeah, what, what did you guys do? We were at a friend's house with another couple. Three three couples got together. And the same three couples we've been hanging out you, with. Did you stumble home? No, <laughs> because I ate so much damn food. I kind of freaking, I was pretty fine, actually, which was... Not it was very unexpected to be honest. Well, that's actually not a bad thing. No, it's not. You drink a shit ton, but you and you're normal. Yeah, and you're normal. I'm good with that. Yeah, <laughs> and I, dude, if I can look at a bottle that I started at five o'clock in the afternoon, at five o'clock, and say, okay, that's a full bottle, and then look at it at midnight and say, holy shit, it's empty, and I feel fine. I'm good with that. So I got a question for you, <clears throat> and this was something I was debating, and it was obviously a split second decision, and I just went with it. I brought a bottle. I put it up on the counter. They rang it up. It was $50. Now, now the bottle that I'm talking about is Eagle Rare. Eagle Rare is probably a $30, $40 bottle. $32.99 the last time I bought it. So yeah. you took it in the keister. So $49.99 is what I paid for it. Ouch. I didn't mean to buy a 50 If I was going to buy a $50 bottle, I would have bought the Angel's Envy, which is 50 for a $50 bottle of Angel's Envy is probably a discount. Yes. So he rings it up, and I look at him, and I'm like, Four nine nine nine. He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. There's locally. There's locally. And I decided to pay it, but I think in that split moment, that turned me off of that place because I know the value of that bottle, and that bottle is not worth forty nine ninety nine. So which place was this? Place by the farmers market. See, it, it's it, it's. Fun. I think they cha- I think they actually sold. Because there's new people there. Oh, because I was gonna say it's funny because they used to sell. Um, uh, Midwinter's Dram. Yes. eighty two ninety nine. Yes. The cheapest around. And I, I bought three bottles from there. Because everyone else was ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. So it's like... what I asked what, them actually what, the other day to see, hey, did you get this in? And they're like, no, we didn't get any bottles this year. There's a new cashier there, which I believe is the, the new owners. The young I, kid? No, there's an old dude with uh, bald head. Our age, I guess. But... I think it changed hands, and I was really surprised by the forty nine ninety nine. I am not one hundred percent sure it changed hands, but I heard on the on the waves, on the interweb on the interwebs that it was changing hands. So whatever. What have you? My question is: It took me a full minute to get to my question. What have you <laughs> said? No, I'm not paying that, and got another bottle, or what have you just paid it and gone ahead? I, I no, I, w- I wouldn't have paid it because especially because I know it, it Cause should you know be no, it? yeah, no more than forty dollar bottle. Yeah, if, so, if, it, was, if it was thirty nine ninety nine, uh, okay, you, you you hit me over that. You, you know, you you're, you're paying me. a little bit more. But get, I looked it up though recently. It's going for forty dollars, so it's not like it's drastically overpriced. It's overpriced, but it's it's from what it's twenty almost twenty dollars over from what we paid last year. What we paid, what last, I paid last, year, last year, but what they're now selling retail is forty. So it's almost like Bland. They're going with the trend. Yes. It's almost the same with Bland. But, Bland's know, is going for $100. It's a $60 bottle. And one of the liquor stores that you and I typically frequent, and we're friends with the guy, 
he said that the the stupid shit that some of these um, suppliers make you do in order to have a certain product. He told me he was he was looking he was looking to I forget which bourbon it was, but in order for ha- for him to have a certain bourbon, he had to buy two thousand airplane bottles. That's crazy. Of Bacardi. And the one day, yeah. I, the one day I walked in, and there were like baskets and baskets full of these these airplane bottles. He goes, he goes, look, you want some? You want to buy some? I said, I said, what the hell is this? He goes, this is what I have to do in order to to to, to have a but certain. He has product. a big selection, so I'm curious. Of I haven't gone there in a while because I feel like he's overpriced. He is. He, he's got. I don't want to say he's over overpriced. He, I don't. If know. I go to wine. Um, Total Wine down in River Ranch. Yep, their prices you can't compare are relative. They're they're good. They're competitive. Look the size of the place. That's where I got the crappy dickle from. That was <laughs> so. Here's the lesson, which was there. recommended by which one was of the recommended guys. by one of the people who worked there. I wanted to smack the shit out of that person, whoever it is, because it swill. So he likes the dickle, or she yeah, likes the dickle. She likes the dickle. It's just hard that he's so overpriced. Like ten twenty dollars, I'll drive ten minutes to go down. Yeah. No. But then again, you, he's a mom and pop shop, and he's he's not a mom. He has three locations or two locations, yeah, whatever it tr- is. No, I think he's got three. Yeah. So at that point, he's getting he's getting a volume discount anyway. And though he is the person who turned me on to Burning Chair, which is a good, I bought that bottle down in North Carolina and I left it down there. So my dad has a place down there, so I was like, it's there when I go go back. Next you time. think it'll be there? Yeah, my dad doesn't drink bourbon, oh. so definitely be there. So on to New Year's resolutions. Obviously, ours is not to be dry. So what is your New Year's resolution? I don't make one. But you're just talking about setting up a, a well, I guess, fitness schedule. Well, I guess you can say that's my New Year's resolution. I want to set up a fitness schedule with the kids and, and the wife because we got to get moving. We're, we're, we're growing horizontally. I know I have. I've seen it, and and it, at this time, can you see your dickle still? Uh, no, I can't see my dickle. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's the telltale sign when it's time to. Uh, that's a problem. Yes. So usually, right, it starts. Uh, it starts in October. I got, we got Halloween. You get the fucking Halloween candy. Oh, I throw it right in the garbage. Then there's my birthday. Okay. There's there's the which was. Which was not a big celebration this year. I'm very disappointed. No, last year I celebrated. I think, I think the entire fucking month. Yeah. Well, we, we had a huge like. Well, that's because it was a big. It was a milestone birthday. Yeah, but some of the places are still open. We could have still went out and celebrated. You're true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. So then, then, then there's my birthday. Then there's fucking Thanksgiving. I can't pass on the food on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you're hosting too on Thanksgiving, right. so. So the, and then there's Christmas. But between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you get everybody that's you know giving you candy or, or 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 Christmas stuff, and then you get to Christmas, and you're having all the Christmas stuff, and then you get to New Year's. Eve, so it's like, actually, I forgot to bring over cookies for you. Oh, you my bast- mom's cookies, bastard! They're actually wrapped up, ready for you, because <laughs> I'm not eating them. I refuse to at this point. I ate like five days straight, and I was like, I can't eat these. I would have shoved them in my mouth, <laughs> all of them today, and that's it. Tomorrow, <laughs> everything's done. I mean, even with the kids, it's like. So you know what I did? I try to, I try to, to, to it's, watch, not, watch what they eat. You know. So I've, I've been seeing on a lot of kids like these kids are gaining weight because they're not going outside. There's very few kids who are outside. And listen, the winter's always that place. But 
this year, especially, there's no basketball. Like there's no recreational basketball. So my kids who typically have their exercise through basketball on the weekends and even like twice or three times a week. But he's getting the physical. But he's running around right, doing exactly. it. So like, right. I can't replicate that. There's no way for me to replicate that. No way. So what I've been doing is doing a bike ride once a day or doing something with them to get them outside. So I told them before I left to come over here and record, I said, you guys are outside. You're outside until I get home. We get home. We'll watch the, we'll watch the Giants. So I'm a big Giants fan. And we'll watch the game. We'll get some food and we'll hang out. So hold, let me ask you a question. Do you think they're still outside? Because it's about 36 degrees outside. They were outside. So funny. So we had some technical issues earlier. So when I went back, which was pretty much an hour from the time I left, they were still outside. Oh, all And right. they're like, Daddy, you like my fort? And it was like, so it started snowing. It was like six inches of snow. I was like, yeah, it's amazing. There's bungee cords hanging off the house. I'm like, holy fuck, what are these kids going to do? I mean, my kids are, are, when I send them outside or when I... They get you know, creative, They man. get very, they get outside very the creative. Box. That's fantastic. So I asked my son what he wanted to be, my youngest son. He said a ninja. I said, that's incredible. I said, figure out something that's realistic. I said, if you want to be a YouTuber, that's more realistic than being a ninja. So thank you, V. Her husband, and I forget their names. So there's these YouTubers who do this, like, they're real ninjas. Yeah. They're yeah, not. Huh? They're YouTubers. Oh. And they're another shameless blog just, for somebody else. Spe- speaking of YouTubers, I was reading an article. There's this, there's this 23-year-old YouTuber, um, Buku Bucks, because he's a YouTuber. And he, now he wants to focus on, I think, boxing or, or, or MMA. Oh, Paul. Uh, yeah. He got a, but he knocked out Nate Robinson, so who's shorter than me and you. I, and he said his biggest challenge, he wants to get away from YouTubing because his biggest challenge was content. Like you had to keep your followers entertained. Good thing we only have 10 followers. We don't have that problem. Well, we're a podcast, so we just talk. We don't have to show anybody anything. Yeah, but we're trying (laughs) to venture out into other social media aspects. But I mean, like they say on social media, content is king. I guess he didn't have the drive to continue. Yeah, he's going to get his ass kicked, though. He's like six foot. He's a big dude, but he's fighting... Um, Conor McGregor? Yeah, he's going to drop like a sack of potatoes. My kids knew who he was. I had no fucking idea who he was. But I, I thought that article was interesting. So what, I, I heard there was a little uh, dancing on your uh, New Year's Eve festivities. Oh, it was you, a party. You, I heard you were, were partying like a rock star. Oh, it was great. <laughs> though I still couldn't get drunk because I ate too much food. But... And I think it's because I've gone essentially pescatarian, unbeknownst to me, over the last couple of months. But that's Rob's new religion, pescatarian. So what I ate was like, I ate salad, which had bacon in it, which I didn't know until I ate it. And I was like, all right, whatever. Like, all right, I ate bacon once this year, like once in the past three months, whatever. And then I had, what else did I eat? I had hummus. And like I didn't eat healthy. No matter where you go, there's fucking hummus. I, I love hummus, man. I'm so excited there was hummus. And I told my wife, I was like, fucking hummus is like and it's filling. It's always filling. It is, because it's so I funny. will tell you. I made so I didn't make the I didn't make hummus. So over the past two weeks I made uh, fried chickpeas, which came out amazing. Fried. Fried. So you take I the, always bake them. So you take the um I didn't like the recipe, but now I know how to do it, so I'm gonna change it. It's essentially a chip. So you take the can, you dry it off, and then you pour it in the oil, you fry them, 
and then you put salt pepper on it. They had like paprika and cayenne pepper. But why wouldn't you just bake them? Same thing. But it's very similar. Yeah, it's very similar. Um, because it was the first time I was doing it. And then for all you res- uh, New Year's resolution guys out there that you want to start eating healthy and you like chickpeas, get a can of chickpeas, rinse them off, let them dry, throw them in the oven, bake them till they're golden brown, take them out, toss them with a little olive oil, salt and pepper or your favorite seasoning, garlic or onion, whatever. Fantastic snack. Yeah. No, that's exactly what I did. I just fried them. And then the other thing, everything fried tastes better. Nah, I mean, or anything fried tastes. Better. I literally left them out and I ate them all day, and then I put them in the fridge and I continued eating them. And then the other thing I made was lentil soup, which came out like exactly how I like it. Is that your New Year's resolution to what? be a chef? No, I cook two things. That's about <laughs> it all. I'm, so I do all the grilling in my house, but I I wanted to try my hand at some uh, additional stuff. Another do. Huh? So, all right, so are what's we ready? Your, no, what's your New Year's resolution? You asked me mine. Well, I got to ask you yours. I don't have, I don't do it. I, I used to do it, like lose weight, eat malarkey. healthy. Come on. Or, like, I, I think for me, like I'm not going to put together a plan for my kids to, to exercise, but it is one of my things. Why, like, do you think that's child abuse? No. <laughs> I mean, I make my kids do push-ups and sit-ups. So like, <laughs> if I can do 50 push-ups, my kids should be able to do 50 push-ups in one setting. So... I've been doing for the past, I think it's three weeks now. I've been doing 50 push-ups a day. Damn. Just because I want to do it. In one one session or are you like like scattered? I Like I've two push-ups here, to, no, five push-ups there. I've built up to about 50 push-ups That's pretty in good. a row. So originally it was like 25 and 25, and then I'd get to 30, and then it was 20, and then I got to 40, and then I'd do 40 and then 20. And then now that I can do 50, I just I wanted to get to 50, but I think my kids have to do – like I do it in front of them. So I show them. Do that they have the perfect it. form? Like I, I've, I've tried showing my kids push-ups, and it, it, it's comical. So my <laughs> older son hysterical. does. My my younger son looks like he's humping the floor. <laughs> so like that that's not a push-up. He's like, but it is. <laughs> so for all of you YouTube viewers, missed that or podcast <laughs> listeners. podcast listeners missed my. My visual representation. He's gyrating on my gyrating table. Gyrating on his table. <laughs> Lucky Sal. Fucking Rob. You know we eat here. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> he had a big piece of meat on his table. Yes. <laughs> I showed Rob my big piece of meat that I had on the grill. Oh my god. It was a nice porterhouse. It was on sale. That looked good. Oh yeah. It was. Yeah. I was actually disappointed. It was tough. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, that's tough. why you stick with chickpeas and the black beans. No, I think we're gonna go ribeye now. Ribeye is a more uh, tender piece the of meat. The best steak I've ever had is was made by my mother-in-law. And all she does is um, oil, olive oil, salt, pepper, skirt steak. It is phenomenal. Oh, skirt steak. Oh, man. my yeah. God. But, dude, skirt steak is fucking $16 a pound. <laughs> Delicious. Porterhouse was on sale. I, I yeah. get skirt steak when it's on sale. Porterhouse was on sale. I bought it. But very disappointing. It was tough. And the best way to cook meat, right, an hour before you're ready to barbecue, take it out of the uh, fridge. Room temperature. Yeah. You will get such an even cook. It, it's, it's, it's amazing. When you pull it out of the fridge and throw it right on the barbecue, it'll fucking, you, you're going to get such an uneven cook. Char, burn, whatever. But yeah, it was, it was dry. I'm a I, wasn't, big, I wasn't happy. So when I used to eat steak, when we used to go to, there's a steakhouse in the town over, that steakhouse, we used to always get a porterhouse. 
I probably eat three quarters of it. Yeah, but you know why? I do. I used. I sometimes when it's raining or, or pouring, I do the same thing: cast iron skillet oh, through so a half a stick of butter. So ha- good though. So if you're inside, get a cast iron skillet or a skillet, whatever. If you're a keto throw, guido, it's fine. Throw your sh- throw your steak in there, right? Yeah. I mean, we we also half we'll- half a stick of butter, and uh, 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 a, a rosemary. Uh, uh, Ruth Chris promotes that they cook all their steak with butter. Dude, it's fantastic. Yeah. Rosemary. All you need is rosemary, butter, and your steak in the skillet, and, and, and your goal. It, it tastes fantastic because not only you're getting the fat from the, the steak, you're introducing more fat with the butter. Yeah. Agreed. But, so so I, that, that lesson for today. We went through our New Year's resolution, right? That lesson for today, you want to... What did we say? Don't be afraid to say no, right? Right. Don't be afraid to say no. So I think that's that's important for new dads, old dads, whatever. It's you have to say no to your kids at times, and unfortunately, you know it may eat you up inside, and it does. It, it listen, it, it does, especially with COVID and being limited to the amount of things that you can do. Sometimes it's tough, but I think at the same point, listen, your kids are going to be better for you saying no. So to Sal's point earlier is. He's saying no to all this shit. So my kids get a ton of candy for Christmas from their from my mother-in-law, from my mom, um, from us. And you know what I did a week ago? And no one knows in my house. Trash. I literally fucking took everything and trashed that shit. You have to. And no one knows. Look, that's the thing. That's what I love about it. No one has a clue that I did it. Because they don't... They're not going to miss it. They're not going to miss it. You have to set limits. You have to... Look pick and choose your battles, right? Certain things you say no to, certain things you say yes to. But if they get used to hearing the word no, they'll understand. You have to, I, yes, I understand. You got to give the, your kids your, their liberties to, to venture out, to find out, on, uh, find out on their own on how to do certain things. But certain things, certain safe things, you know, there's limits. I, I know what my kids do. If and when we ever have ice cream in the, in a freezer, they'll eat minimal dinner and try and save space for, for, for ice cream because they want to chow down on ice cream. So I tell them, okay, you don't finish what's in your dish. So my, the rule in my house, two rules. You eat what we make because we're not, we're not cooking special specialty dinners. You eat what we cook or you, you don't eat it at all. You eat what you put on your plate. Because my kids like to fight. I want that piece. I want I want this piece. I want okay, that's fine. You can grab the biggest piece. But you eat everything on your dish. We're not throwing food out. But then when they know there's ice cream in the freezer, which is very rare, they'll eat small portions and say, I'm full. I say, Okay, you're full, but you don't get ice cream later. And oh my god, all of a sudden they're hungry again. Oh, I'll take another piece of chicken. Or I'll oh, that happened piece. last night. It's I know the games that they play, but don't don't be afraid to say the word no. It, yes, they'll be pissed off. They'll get over it, but it's a lesson that they that they need to learn that there's limits. You can't have anything and everything you want all day. I agree. I agree. There, there's a couple of things that, as a parent, you learn is like instant gratification. That shit in this day and age is happens all the time. The fact is that's not reality. You don't get instantly gratified by anything. And for me, you know, for my kids, 
I say no all the time and they get pissed off and it's, I'm like tough shit. Like there's a couple of rules in my house and, and some of the stuff that we've done recently is for their benefit. We want them to read an hour a day, at least my older guy. We want my younger guy to read two or three books a day to improve his speech and his, his reading capability. And to be honest, that's, that's the expectation. Like we had to do CCD. I don't know if you guys are doing this. I don't know. You don't go to the same church. No, church. We don't. So how are they doing that now? They sent it home with us. And <sighs> we tried that one year. I did the lessons yesterday. I did the first two lessons with my younger son. Again, he can't read all, everything. Right. So we're teaching him, you know, and, and reading through. But so I'll read him everything. But then the test, he has to read it himself. So I'll help him read it. But at the same point, it's it's interesting. My older guy, it's it should be more interactive. So when my wife got home, she kind of took over that piece. But at the same point, these, these kids, you know, it's for my younger guy, it's his first year. So he's he's grade one. So all of it's brand new. My older guy, he should know it. So like the Blessed Trinity. And listen, this is stuff we learned when we were kids. I don't remember half of it. Yeah, tell me about it. So like the Blessed Trinity, like the fact, and, and maybe, listen, I'm Catholic. There's probably Catholics out there I who I thought you were Pescatarian. This. Yes, I'm Pescatarian too. <laughs> but there's, there's Catholics out there who I'm sure remember this. But I don't. Like the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Like the Blessed Trinity, I, listen, I know it but i don't know it by its name my son is learning it so i'm relearning it and it's stuff that we covered when we were kids and listen one of our mutual friends has read the bible multiple times and that beginning I, to end so when i was a teenager beginning I, read, to end. I read the bible that's amazing god god bless him man he, he, i got he, halfway through he's a reader i wish i was a reader uh one of my wife's good friends from from school he's a reader as well he's a uh, uh he's a historian loves history He's a history teacher in one of the schools, That's awesome. one of the towns. Dude's amazing. I wish. And this guy loves to spare time, will pick up a book and read. I wish I had that drive. I, I remember in high school, I had that drive. Mary Higgins Clark was, was a book we were reading that the teacher wanted us to read. It was called All Around the Town. I could not put the book down. It kept me in suspense. It was great, but then I, I wish that continued as I got older, but it didn't. I read a lot. I just actually, and I think we have to pause here. I for think we're at, we're at the favorite part of the podcast. Actually, no, the whole podcast is our favorite. Yeah, I think maybe your is. favorite part is the bourbon tasting. <laughs> yeah, some of our listeners is our favorite part is the bourbon tasting. But we'll pause here right now. We're gonna take a quick taste and we'll, hang tight. Yep, hang tight, and we'll be back in a minute or an hour. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the uh, bourbon uh, reviews portion of the uh, podcast. Uh, as we do in every one of our episodes, we review a bourbon. And the bourbon we are reviewing today is the Clyde Mays Straight Rye Whiskey Bottle. Uh, Delish. Uh, it's actually really good. I enjoy it. Um, so the alcohol classification is Straight Rye, rye Whiskey. The distillery is the, how would you pronounce that? Canuka Ridge Distillery in Alabama? Sounds right. Canuka Ridge. Uh, so we'll give you a little history about, the, uh, about Clyde Mays. In, uh, in Alabama, although some new names have come 
to prominence, there is one reigning king of bourbon, Clyde Mays and his Canuka Ridge Alabama-style whiskey. When a drink is named after a person, you can be sure the individual has lived quite the life. Clyde May, Clyde May is no different. The drink that bears his name has risen from its humble days as an illegal moonshine <laughs> to be recognized as an ambassador for the entire state. <clears throat> Actually, Alabama chose their Clyde Mays as their spirit for the for their state. <clears throat> really? Yeah, Clyde Mays. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Uh, and his legend lives on. May made his home and still in after serving for world in World War II. During World War II, May served in the U.S. Army 77th Infantry. He received a Purple Heart and Bronze Star. When he returned to Alabama, he began distilling whiskey on his family's homestead, Canuka Ridge. May made his whiskey in small batches to avoid detection. So, whiskey, moonshine, whatever. Uh, in his distilling days, May would make small batches of his moonshine in his effort to avoid the attention from local authorities, although that wouldn't work forever. 1973, May was arrested for distilling his whiskey illegally. He served an eight-month stint at Maxwell Air Force Base in Montgomery. Could you imagine what he was doing while he was in prison? You know, you know <laughs> he was probably making moonshine. Upon his release, he went back to making and selling his beloved moonshine. Clyde Mays, Clyde passed away in 1990, but his son Kenneth revived his father's whiskey recipe by taking the coveted ingredients to Kentucky to be distilled legally. See, I don't understand. Why does everybody go to, go to Kentucky? My wife did a, uh, she took a wine spirits class in, in, in college. Oh, I remember. <laughs> Do you know Kentucky, the tax on a bottle of bourbon in Kentucky? I believe is twenty eight percent. It's actually ridiculous. So they for first twenty eight percent of that 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 bottle goes to. Kentucky. Did you see this label? Did you look at this label? I did. Okay. It's like somebody's in jail. Yes. Yeah. Did you see that? It's the defendant, the testimony. Yeah, yeah. Honoring the historic distillation process of the famous by that was made famous by Clyde May. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So Clyde, Clyde passed away in 1990, but his son Kenneth revived his father's whiskey recipe by taking its coveted ingredients to Kentucky to be distilled legally. The first legal stills of Canuka Ridge whiskey were then distributed from Alabama. I thought that was an interesting, uh, interesting story. Yeah, so it's still in Alabama. They're, they're still distilling it in Alabama. No. No? They just said they took it to Kentucky, but distributing out, out of Alabama. So the distillery is in Alabama now. I don't know, man. Because it says Canucky Ridge, Canucka Ridge Distillery, Alabama, USA. Yes. So that's, I assume it's out of Alabama. Yes. But I'm, look. Maybe they got LLC'd or incorporated in I Kentucky. I don't know. I don't know. There may be some laws around it. I, ha I have no idea. I haven't looked into it. Maybe to not get banged over the head by Kentucky to 28% tax. Maybe they. That's, Possibly. That's, I don't know. Loopholes and everything. So proof on the bottle is 90, 94 94 proof. It's 47% alcohol by volume. Uh, it's aged minimum of three years. Filtration is non-chilled filtered. Good job, Rob. Just dropped my that phone. Was, he, dropped his, uh, he dropped his nuts on the floor. <laughs> Batch size is unknown. Mash bill is undisclosed. Awards 2019 Ultimate Spirits Challenge. Got 92 points. Color. Uh, I'm going to say Amber. Amber. It's a good call. Um, price point, 
40 to $50, depending on where you're at. Nose and aroma. This is interesting. Because when you first open the bottle, me, when I first opened the bottle and poured it, I didn't get shit. So what I like to do, what we've been doing, is there's a third glass, which we pour maybe a cap full in. We'll let it sit for a little bit, you know, swirl it around the glass. And then either drink it or pour it into one of our glasses and let the glass dry out. And that's when the flavors and aromas start coming out. So we get apricot. Well, I get. I think Rob agrees. Apricot, apple, and honey to the smell. Tasting um, spices. It's got a honey undertone. I, I don't. I can smell the apple, but I don't taste the apple. I agree. I don't taste the apple. I don't taste the apricots. I taste the honey and some spice. I want to say I want to say there's a burn, but there's really no burn. It's it's a smooth, it's a smooth. There's a slight burn when we first started tasting it. Right, but when when you when you let it when you pour it and let it sit open, it's it's, and and just so everybody knows, as always, we taste our bourbons neat, so we get the full flavor and smell, aroma. Um, but it, I'm gonna say it's a smooth bourbon, uh, finish smooth finish. Definitely, you get all the. Um, I'm getting. I just took a sip. I, I'm getting the undertone of like a charred barrel. Yeah, I, I think it, I think that's there. I felt like that was more there with the aroma, but the taste. I, I'm saying the fruit stole the taste. The apricot or the apples? The apples. The apples and the spice are where I'm seeing the taste. But the the aroma is amazing. I've never I've never smelled anything like this. Like this is this is this is unique. The third glass. And this it, is a rye whiskey. Yeah. So it's amazing because if you take that third glass and you let it sit, you let it, you let the the little bit of the cap full of uh, bourbon either dry out or coat the glass, uh, and then you you sniff that empty glass, and then sniff your 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 you know two finger glass or one finger glass, tremendous difference. You get the undertones in that empty glass. It, it's amazing. It, it it if you really want to get the smell of your bourbon, really dig into it. Pour yourself. A third glass, cap full. Let it sit open for about ten minutes. Pour that bourbon out, and then let that dry out, and you you, you can get all the all the aromas. Agree. So you want to give you oh overall, I'm gonna say it's a, it's a great bottle. It's a rye. It's easy, a unique rye. Yes, easy sipper. I can put this in my selection of go to bottles as a rye. I really like it. So you want to give your rating, or do you want me to go first? You can go first. All right. So. I agree with everything Sal said. The aromas there, the apricots, the apples, the dried out glass. You actually do smell like a honey a little bit and some some char uh, of the oak barrels. The taste is it doesn't resonate, the aroma. I think the aroma is like top notch. So if I give, if I break down my tasting into three categories, aroma, three out of three, right? The taste, I don't think the taste resonates the aroma. So I think the taste is almost like a, a 1.5, almost 2. And then the price point is amazing. The price point is, is perfect, $40, $40. So I think that's another 3 Yeah, you can't beat right? that. So you're at a 7.5 for me. And then you have that one left over. So as I'm discussing this, you know, you have aroma, taste, and you have price. Out of those three, I have a 7.5. And you have that additional one point that you can allocate as needed. So I think... Honestly, I don't like rye. This is an incredible rye. So I think I'm going to go an 8.0. Wow. Yeah. Cause now 8.0. Because if you break it down, I was actually thinking a 6 initially. If you break it down to aroma, taste, and price, and then you have that one left over, 
So you have three points for aroma. I think this is. So you got an eight barrel. Eight barrel. So I think that the aroma out of the three points I allocate for aroma, it's a full three. It's unique. It, it is. I've never smelt apricots or apples in any single bourbon whiskey that we've tried. Yeah, it is tremendous. The it's taste amazing. is okay, right? So it's the taste is it, is smooth. It's just, it's definitely a smooth sipper, as as the infamous Sal says. So <laughs> that gives me you know, a four and a half. And then I think the price really is great. So yeah. I think I think the price is a three. Yeah, you, you can't beat the price. So when you think about it that way, I have a seven five. And then when I have that additional one point that you can allocate as you want. It takes at least a half a point. So, eight zero for me. Eight point zero. Wow, that's uh, tremendous, man. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to give this a seven five, seven five barrel. It hits on every note. The smell is amazing. Um, it's an easy sipper. It's a rye, um, no bite. It's it's delicious. I, I can't imagine what it would taste if you throw a cube in there. It would mellow out even more. Yeah, I'm not have to buy some Clyde Maids to figure I, that out. I, 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 you know what? I'm going to tell you, it, it's definitely going to mellow out more. If it's a mellow bourbon, it, it it's is a mellow whiskey. It, it, it's a mellow rye, even without a, a, an ice cube. But to put an ice cube in it, it would definitely be dangerous. Agreed. Drink it all night. Super dangerous. But. That's our bourbon review for this episode. Actually, episode one of the new year. Episode ha- one of the new happy year. Happy new year, everyone. We wish you a uh, prosperous and healthy new year. Stick to your resolutions. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we encourage you to listen some more. We Give got us a-, a review on whatever medium you're listening on. If it's iTunes, if it's Google Podcast, give us that review. Give us our five-star rating. We need it. It helps the search criteria. If so, there's something that you guys would like us to talk about that Rob and I have both experienced, drop us a line. Uh, hit us up on uh, either our Gmail or one of our social media outlets. We'd love to interact with you. Um, but we, I believe Rob and I have a entertain entertainment-packed or fun-filled uh, episode t- uh, season two year lined up for you guys. Yeah, and we're going to start introducing some more interviews uh we have a couple lined up for the upcoming weeks and if any of the listeners have any ideas of what we can do for additional interviews please reach out to us we definitely are always open to anything you have to offer and i think that's a wrap that is a wrap Woo-hoo! fuck 2020 <laughs> f you 2020